Hey, it's Amy. Hey, it's Mike. It's Randall. (laughs) (laughs) And this is Sarah, and you're listening to the Unqualified Therapists, Inc. Partenois. Partenois. <laughs> yes, my partenois <laughs> is here too. Our life partners. Um, and we are going to be doing a 2020 wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> because it's been so amazing. It has been a year. Mm-hmm. It has been the longest decade <laughs> in one year. In this year. <laughs> I know that's ever. right. So, you guys, if you follow us on social media, know that we have asked you some questions and we got your answers in our stories so if you want to be a part of the show and put in your two cents we ask questions before some of our episodes so head on over to at unqualified therapists on the instagram and facebook we are the unqualified therapist inc right we also do polls on our patreon page which is patreon.com slash unqualified therapists inc and you definitely want to go there, and you definitely want to be a part of our warrior community because you get bonus episodes, and you get bonus content. And if you go for our highest tier, you get your very own Unqualified Therapist's mug. <laughs> what? What? Tell me more. Like, does uh... he have a car? <laughs> This is going to be a long episode. Oh, it is. You're never sleeping. No. Hey, man. YOLO. <laughs> 2020. As the kids say. 2020, say, bitches. <laughs> I still think, uh, like, rollover sleep, uh, like, rollover minutes, singular wireless, old school style. Yeah. Yeah. I still think, oh, maybe if I just get a shit ton of sleep, 10 hours, 12 hours, I'll just bank them up. Bank it. Roll it. And then if I get two, three, or whatever at night... <laughs> Yeah, I'm good. I two, mean, three. process of, you know, sub- tr- subtraction or whatnot. Yeah, I, yes. I think. Process of subtraction. Process, process of subtraction. He's trying to sound smarter this time. Yeah, it's, it's not working. It's not working at all. Stop. Oh, Fuck. and there's my dog. Crosley. Oh, sorry, Cross. He's upset that he's not down here with us, but trust me, you don't want that. So, Sarah came up with some questions to ask everyone and to ask all of us to try to. <laughs> I don't even know. Maybe bring some light lightness to 2020. Yeah, so we've got we've got some things that we ask people, and then we have our own answers. And it will be really interesting to hear if you guys give us some comments your own. Um, I know that in listening to other podcasts, this is kind of how I got my list of things to listen to, watch, hear, see yeah. next. Yeah, so you so. can get some new books to read, some new shows to binge. Yeah, I'm heavy on the shows, light on the books. <laughs> Girl, same. I don't know what It was happens. like my quarantine goal, I think. Yes. So I, I looked at it and I read 75% of one book. <laughs> <laughs> I really, tr- I bought probably 15 books. Yes. 
Listen, at the flea market, I bought, like, I know, get get the hell out, I know. I bought, like, five books. I spent, like, $15. <laughs> I bought, like, five books. They're all on my shelf. I go to the library all the time. Obvi, right, not right now. I, like, yeah, always Yeah, I think that, this is, I know, and completely I side topic, but I think it's a, a different, ha- like, hobby. And it's collecting books that you think you want to read. <laughs> so it's separate from the <laughs> it's reading It's totally part. separate from reading. You know, I think you might be right. Yeah. And that's my hobby. Yeah. Yes. Uh, collecting collecting books I eventually someday might read. read. Yeah, so make sure you comment with your answers because I'm curious to see if you guys got some new stuff out there because I'm looking for some new books to collect but not read. <laughs> There's some people out there that are like, my goal was 20 books and I read 35. I'm I, like, fuck you. I, know. <laughs> I started... Well, we'll, so are we going to start on books then? I guess we should. Yeah, let's let's start Since we're light on books, heavy on everything else. So um, the nonfiction, top nonfiction books of 2020. Let me grab my list so I could not read anything that's on it. (laughs) (laughs) There's just nothing there. But uh, this, it doesn't have to be something that was written in 2020, just something you read I did read a nonfiction book, and so I did read one. I read 25% of one. So let me tell you about this it. This is why we're friends. I started it on January 1st. I literally went to um, First Watch. Yes. <laughs> I could not think of it. First Watch, sponsor us. Um, because they have amazing breakfast. And I sat there by myself on January 1st, and I cracked open Everything is Figure Out Figure Outable by Marie Forleo. I read the first chapter while I was sitting there eating breakfast. I went home, and I was feeling so good about it. She was so fired and up. And I... Like eating her Power Bowl or Yes, whatever. I was, like, eating my, like... She's like, this year is going to yes. kick ass. I was like, I got my Chia Seed Power Bowl, and I'm reading it. Oh, book. Chia Seed? Look yeah. out, world. I was like, I got this. I am coming for you, 2020. Oh, little and did then, you know. Yeah, I went home, and I picked it up last week <laughs> for the second time. Wow. But what I do will say, and it's not, it has nothing to do with the quality of the book. Because the she's book already recommended it to just, me as you, if she read the whole as thing. As if I read the whole thing. You just yes. picked it up to bust underneath it <laughs> yeah. and put it back down. It is. <laughs> I totally thought you read the whole thing. No. No. Well, um, she I, likes it. The yeah, first chapter. I read like she does a quarter. That, Ask her, like, a follow-up question to see if she, like, bullshits her way through it. or I just... wouldn't. If she asked me, did you read the whole thing, I'll be like, oh, no. <laughs> it's just, it just seems good. But what I have read, which is about four chapters, is amazing. So I absolutely recommend it because the four chapters are amazing. And because, to back it up, I listen to Marie Forleo's podcast. Mm. And she has great information on there. And I really love the way she writes, too. So she's very personable. It's very, like, um, conversational. So I dig it. Um, so that was my only sort of nonfiction book. I, I did I read. read cover to cover and filled with notes so much that I couldn't, like, give it to someone to borrow. Uh, Untamed, which was also on in the, you know, the answers to yeah. people. So that, that a lot of people have found that book to be their favorite nonfiction book of the year because it absolutely deserves that title. I highly recommend it. I've bought it for just about everyone's birthday that I can think of. So it is, I don't think anybody's read it that I bought it for. <laughs> You're like, happy birthday. I want you to learn and grow. Because and- it like has like, it has like this secret level of like understanding your white privilege that's like lower, Ooh, like, yeah. you, like it kind of brings it in a different way. And I'm like, you're like Here, everyone read this read this book anyways she's she's just my favorite i just love her so much so 
Glennon Doyle. It's sitting on my bookshelf because I bought it, See? but I haven't read it yet. Yeah, it's because well, I was like, book. I have to finish everything as figure outable first, and then I'll read on. Nah, and then I, uh, yeah, yeah. What did you read, Michael? He didn't read anything. Randy? Well, they still. Did count. you read any nonfiction? Mm-hmm. I already know the answer to this. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right, I'm going to talk about some of the other books that people yeah. read then. Mm-hmm. Oh, you too. Okay, so I did start this one very similarly to Sarah, but the topic wasn't hard, but the level of a book, it felt like a college read, and it was just not where I was at in life, Mm. but White Fragility um, was one of the ones that someone had mentioned. Um, Try Softer, which I don't know, Uh, Still Fail, and The Contender by Andrew Cuomo, which interests me just because my mom has a crush on the other Cuomo. I don't know why it's... I also did read Stamped, um, the beginning of it. Stamped is a very good book. I highly recommend it, even more than White Fragility. What Stamped does is it comes back and it does history all over again. Uh, so it starts ooh. from the very beginning. And if you're like, I can't read a book of that nature right now, take get the YA, the young adult novel of it, and it breaks it down even better, I think. So it's just it just takes you through history, and you're just like, what the fuck? Well, I've been lied to yeah. my whole oh, life. Yeah, well, yeah we definitely you start have learning like, watched history. When you start learning about actual what actually happened yeah. in history, yeah. then you think back to what you were taught in school. Like, mm-hmm. man, they left out everything. Everything. <laughs> so they just they Stance just had their own version. Is a great book for that. Um, if you're looking for that, the the real one is like you guys can't see me. It's this thick. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, check it out. So my list, my answers that I got were untamed as well. And mm. I actually had several answers, several people who said that. Everything is figure outable. That's a good one. <laughs> I've heard of that. Shut up. <laughs> and then I and have. Because we were just talking about it, ding dong. <laughs> She's like, I know. <laughs> Wait, did you put that one in? Yeah. <laughs> Stop. And then the last one I have not heard of, it's called Hiking Through. I don't know what that is, but I will definitely have to check it out if it was somebody's favorite inspirational or fiction. That would be good. She will book. read four chapters of it. Yeah. <laughs> I Those will. first four better be good. And then I'll recommend it to people. <laughs> I will Google the Cliff like, Note version. What if the that's end of the book school. is just horrifically awful? Like, <laughs> great if like, you either bumped into the author or like somebody, just a random <laughs> oh, person. But like, boy, that was really upbeat. It was it was a real go-getter. And like, <laughs> like, like, bitch, did you read like, that chapter? <laughs> <laughs> like, the- <laughs> at the end, they were like, Actually, your life sucks and you cannot figure you cannot shit figure out. out. So go back to sleep. Yeah. Like, oh really my gosh. <laughs> All right. Really spoke to me. Fiction. So we have someone after our own heart. It said, I didn't read Fail. I'm like, yes, I love you. Um, Outlander series, Where the Crawdads Sing, which is another one I bought and have not read. And Hidden Bodies, which is apparently the sequel to You, which I'm wondering if that's Ooh. a Netflix show. You like, is yeah. a Netflix show. Right, I know, but I'm wondering if that's oh. what they're talking about. Well, there's a season two, so maybe... Is that, no, it's just no? called You Too. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a beautiful day! <laughs> so, Hidden When Bodies. you buy that book, it comes to, automatically comes with a free copy of You Too. <laughs> Remember they did that with the, the iTunes? Yeah, but iTunes. It was what? like a like when, a like an iTunes update or a software update, and it just <laughs> automatically put in everybody's iTunes a new YouTube album. I think the Vertigo one were pissed because they couldn't delete it because oh. like it was part of their software. Yo. Oh wow! So people I didn't were furious. That. They were like, "I didn't ask for I'm Bono's gl- new I'm shit." I'm glad you got the reference. <laughs> I did get the reference. It was a good one. one. Yeah, it was a good. Thanks, one. thanks, man. Uh, did you read any fiction? I read, I think, two 
No, I read a, I read several books, but um, the two favorites that I had were The Silent Patient, and it's like a thriller, psychological thriller. I definitely recommend, and I read it book cover to cover. <laughs> and I'll have to buy that one. Yes. <laughs> that one. <laughs> I got that. I got it from the library, or else I would lend it to you. And then... No, um, no, I like that hobby. I buy it. <laughs> just because she got it from the library does not mean that she still... I she do doesn't read... have it. <laughs> oh, True. I might still have it. And you so, still like, have, you have $432 worth of overdraft. Over, not overdraft. Either. And you still owe Columbia House. Yeah. <laughs> for, for the 82 CDs you got for, like, five cents. Yes. And or the, Netflix when they sent DVDs. Yeah. Do you remember that? I We're do. Old. I do. Um, and the other one was, every, um, I'm thinking of, I almost said everything is fake. <laughs> I heard Stop. that one. Hey, I heard that. <laughs> Well, tell me more about this. I heard that was good. This book oh my God. Uh, People have stopped listening. I know. They're like, they're like no, are... this seems right for 2020. <laughs> <laughs> <Seems>. It's <laughs> the dumpster fire it's supposed yes. to be. <laughs> yes. Uh, the other thing was I'm thinking of ending things, and that book was bomb. It sounds heavy. It is. It's heavy. Yeah. It's so good. So I read 90% of a book. Oh, a fiction book? Here's why. Here's what happened. So I went to the getaway cabin with Lily, and she's like a ferocious reader now, thank God. Don't tell her I don't read. So I teach <laughs> reading. Um, so we read for like the whole time we were there, and I read almost all of a book called The Immortalist. Mm-hmm. And it's these children who go to, I guess, like a, a fortune teller, and they find out the date of their death. Oh, wow. And so it goes Damn. through, I know, it goes <laughs> through their lives up into that date. So different chapters, right? Different people. It's really good. It's it's kind of it's heavy too, but it's really good. Yeah, I I will finish it at some point. I just haven't gotten. To, I know. <laughs> maybe maybe there's some deep rooted thing you don't want to. I just finish don't. Yet. Yeah, maybe you maybe. don't want to say the end date. Read the day. Yeah. Mm. Well, the thing is, is that the last person is the is the one daughter who said she was going to die like the at the oldest age. So it's about reading about her life. I've already seen everybody else die. Oh. So. Oh. Yeah, but then it's like you you watch their lives unfold, and you're like, well, really was that predicted, or is it because of that choice they made? Right. So it's, I think that's kind of like the cool part of the book <clears throat> for you to like interpret. Yeah. So that sounds it. What's it called again? The Immortalist. The Immortalist. All right. So let's go to where I know things like Netflix binges. <laughs> oh, there was another one that somebody recommended. It was actually my niece said Eleanor Oliphant is perfectly fine. I've heard. Yeah, I I know I keep saying that shit. I have heard of it too, though. Besides her telling me about it, but Who? yeah, Chelsea. Ah. Yeah. Hey, Chelsea. Chelsea. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> so next, we're going to go over our list of fave netflix binges of the year and they can be things that came out before 2020 just what you watched this year so what were yours Amy? i have a lot but i i I realized that some well we watched it's probably on your list too but love is blind Mm -hmm. i would not say for content but it was definitely a binge (laughs) of um nature so yeah mm -hmm. that is that is that is one that reminds me of that i think that one will remind me of 2020 you know what I mean? Like yeah, when I think it about like it, what like Love did. is Blind is just, yeah. it's like a shitty show and whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I watched a very... Love is Blind sponsor. You, you, you know, I just thought of that, that. I guess that was recorded and filmed before COVID, right? It was. Yeah. yeah. But we but, watched it in COVID. I, well, I know, but how odd is it that the whole concept of the show is oh. because you're like socially distant oh, for a while. Yeah. It's like socially distant dating. Mm. 
That's weird. You know, and then it, it kind of foreshadows the uh, guys. Little, love is blind predicted your, uh, the pandemic. I have more than three. I'm just gonna say more. Than yeah, three. go for it. So I believe we finished Ozark in 2020, right? Yeah, you're still on my answers. What are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm no, gonna talk okay. about my own things. No, no, no. One thing I did not watch with him, I would definitely watched alone, is um, the Jerry Cheesy show Outer Banks. What's that? Oh, it's like incredible. It's like this teenage drama on the Outer Banks, but also a bit of a mystery. Like there's a treasure hunt. Yeah. <laughs> I know it sounds stupid. Is, but it, is that the Lost Boys meets uh, like it, Beverly Hills 9210 or something? I couldn't. Wa- you know, I feel like a good binge is like when you can't stop watching it. So like yeah, I would like get right. so excited to get back to like being able to watch it. Schitt's Creek obviously is everybody's fave from my poll. Yeah, but same. I will say about that, it took me three tries of the first season. The first season, in my estimate, is not... It was it, slow. It, it was, was slow, slow, but yeah. I think that the characters were unlovable. <laughs> yeah. Which and I know was part of the point. I know, and now I get it. But I still... I remember, like, we watched the first episode or two, and especially Moira. We were... I was like, oh. I was like, I don't know if I can. Like, no, it was Alexis for me because oh. she was like, so I know. Like, um, um, you know, and her, her and Moira, I was like, I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. And luckily, I had people in my life who said multiple, just do it just again. Do it. Just push yeah. through. Just push do it through. again. And by the last episode, I was crying. Like yeah. I was so attached to them and in love with them, and mm-hmm. I love what they all st- uh, stood for and everything. So there's evolution of the characters. It was just beautiful. in there in like they made themselves better too like they worked on themselves yeah. and made themselves better all in their own so, ways yeah like so a, definitely hang in there if you are like I if can't you haven't done this. it yet do it because I will say that was probably my favorite I still show it too. Okay. so that I yes. don't take anything else away and I don't care if you were going to say this one too but we rewatched The Office 7,000 times Ugh. so because I just I it, it is very comforting because it's Something that we would know. put it on as like background, background, yeah. Yeah. yeah, or to fall asleep too. Yeah, it's a good one for that. I think yeah. Shit's Creek could probably be there too. Like, yeah, I could probably. Use I don't it. know though because I feel like I would just watch it. Probably your third round, you wouldn't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Those half-hour maybe, shows maybe are good to, if you want to kind of unwind it, yeah. go to bed because you don't have to get fully invested in the right. whole hour show. So I feel like I spoke too long. Go ahead, Mike. No, it's okay. Uh, well, I only wrote down one for all of these, but I, off the top of my head, I'm just going to throw some stuff. Uh, Love is Blind was the first one I wrote down. And <laughs> and also not for context, but uh, I think that was really the first, I think it was the first um, yeah, thing was. we really binged together. Yeah. So that kind of had a special place in my heart. But, uh, and it was, mm-hmm. it was, blind uh, heart. Yeah. Blind it was, it was, it was definitely a train wreck type. Can't look away. Yes. It wasn't, I mean, it was just so bad. It was good. So yeah. That's what just I like about it. If you haven't done it, do it. That's how and, I feel uh, about Riverdale. It's oh, so bad. I haven't it's done good. it yet. You're behind on that. I'm way behind on that. I've heard, I've heard about that twice. too. There's so many that I've heard of that I've yet to watch. Like Mrs. Uh, Miss Maisel. <gasps> her oh, my God. oh you have man! To watch that. You have because I love comedy. It's not on Netflix and, uh, though. It's Hulu. on Hulu. right? No, or it's no. on Amazon Prime. Oh, I have Prime. No, yeah. yeah, it's um, is it? Yeah, it's so freaking good. Like you guys will love it. Oh, and I watched all of it. You did all of it. I will rewatch it just so I can be like tits up, tits up. O- Ozark's definitely another one because I um, we have to watch that. Mm-hmm. You haven't yet? I, I didn't start watching it. Oh, it's, it's super good. Uh, kind of along the lines of Breaking Bad. Like yeah. That that good of a show. Yeah. So that was great. Tiger King. Can't leave that out. Oh, I can't believe I left okay. that out. I mean, so that's just I ins- think, insane. Everyone watched that thing. I think that Randy and I are the only people in America who haven't watched it. Oh, you, you just have to. Just, to. just to see. I feel like it came out of nowhere. It is. It did. It, did. it, it, just, well, it, it just, was like right in the 
in like a few weeks into quarantine yeah, and I think people perfect. were starting to go a little batty yeah. and they just bonded over this insanity. It, it really is just crazy. <laughs> it's just one crazy thing after another yeah. to where you're like, this has to be fake. But And maybe it was. I don't know. But it, it came out so right The guy's still actually in jail for real. Yeah. I did hear Spoiler. that. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, uh, no, I think he... That's yeah. like about it. So. Randall, what are your, your Netflix... Well, technically I only had one answer because on the car right here she yep. said one show. I did. I'm sorry. I went so. Uh, obviously, Shit's Creek. Yeah. I, I mean, we binged the. We watched the entire series. Mm-hmm. Dead to Me. Yes. Is a really good show. Oh my gosh. No? Dead to Me is so good. I think it hits home too, too quickly. Yeah. Too easily. Yeah. Is that too the, is that on the, the one nose? With, uh, Christina Applegate and. Um... It's Christina Applegate, yeah. Uh, yeah, I heard it. Also, really season two was just disappointing. Really? Yeah. I, I could yeah, see did it in watch parts. That, didn't you? Mm-hmm. I yeah. could see it in parts. I watched I watched season one prior to Scott dying. So season two, I don't know. Maybe that's what I, either maybe it was terrible it was, or I couldn't yeah. just do it. Didn't, I didn't. Yeah. But hmm. what else though? That's it. Well, that was just off the top of my head. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, Sarah really I feel very likes interviewing. I know. Sarah really likes documentaries. And that kind of stuff. So I know there were some Shocker. that she requested. No, I said you're going to watch this with me. <laughs> she does not approach it in mm. the best way sometimes, but she, ugh, but she is right most of the time. That's right. Because she knows Sucka. she's like, I know you'll like it. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> there was the high school football team mm-hmm. rape case. Roll red roll. Roll red roll. Yeah. From mm. when? When was that? It was the Steubenville, Ohio. Case. Oh, do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, they so, did a documentary on it, and it was just it was on. Maybe, it was maybe Ugh. I was on Netflix. Okay, it yeah. was maybe it was only like four episodes mm-hmm. or something, but they were all like I think like a little over an hour. That was really good. So <clears throat> I will tell the last one that we watch still a lot, and that is the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. It's really good. It's so the Teenage good. Witch. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. You mean no, Sabrina the Teenage Witch is like super hokey and like the worst thing that they did was a spell that was like we're gonna give you a zit you know like that was <laughs> as weird as it got but like this one is it's, it has... it's it's based off so it's like very comic booky like riverdale. you know what i mean so like riverdale yeah. So well, which is why I haven't watched. Why riverdale. you haven't watched riverdale yeah so I hate comic and they books. actually talk about riverdale in... and cartoons in um what's it called <laughs> it's like it's dark. dark but it has like some hokey moments it's very it gets cheesy in some places but it's, i like it it's cheesy in the terms of like comic book you know how comic books sometimes get a little over the top sort of mm-hmm. and that's what it, it is it's so good and it is addicting and we have definitely binged it oh yes. what did your um, answers have for this? i actually only got schitt's creek several times and then one answer of the crown which oh, i have heard me is too it's really, really good but i have not watched it yet I have a lot from people. I'm just going to run down them so everybody hears what they said. This is an oldie favorite of mine. I love this. Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Originals. I don't know that one. Mm -hmm. I don't know that either. Better Things. It's on Hulu, but that was their Netflix binge. I, three times, Queen's Gambit. I, we, you know what? I'm sorry. I did have one Queen's Gambit as well. And I know I need to watch that. Yeah. The chess thing is really like in my way, but I, I, I need to push through. On my list as well was Haunting of Bly Manor. I wasn't like in love with it, but I couldn't stop watching it. I enjoyed it. I can't believe we Did left that out. It? I didn't. I left it out so you could say it. I know. Along I, with the, <laughs> no, along I, I, with the well, Umbrella Academy, but, I left oh, both. Oh, shit. God damn. 
I no, like, you're absolutely Umbrella right. Academy a co- comic book? Yeah. yeah. Well, so, it's not. It's not a real. I don't. I don't know if it's a real comic book, but it's based on a comic book in the show. Yeah. It was more. Of, it was more of her putting. It was just a complete. No, no, I know. I can't. Right here. Right here. I was trying to think, and I. Don't, I can't believe. I was trying to like help. I know. I can't believe I left those out, but God, I loved Umbrella to, Academy so much. Listen to me. You need to like understand oh, man. the ESP thing better. Okay. I know. <laughs> so. And Bly Manor. Well, yeah. They're both. Yeah. Good. And then The Office, Ozark, and Tiger. But Umbrella Academy. Yeah. So that was the, so good. So who who did this get sent out to? Our it was on our stories. Instagram stories. So anybody okay. on. So this is how we can tell that our neighbors are not on your Instagram stories <laughs> because they would have said Cobra Kai. Oh my god. I hate Cobra Kai. God. <laughs> how can I keep forgetting? Our Loud entire noises. neighborhood is obsessed they, with Cobra Kai. No, it's very they good. Know she's not going to watch it, but they're, they're it. mad that well, I haven't watched I told, it yet. I told her, catch up and watch it. it. So when season three, I think in January is supposed yeah, to come out. Yeah, it's coming in January. And I want to watch it with her. Because like it's, it's really, it really it. is good. All right, so what is our top song of 2020? Again, doesn't have to be from 2020, just a song that you... Go the other direction. You dig. So I have a really eclectic <laughs> taste in music, but what I think is really funny about all of my songs that I love, that they are way more on like the cheesy side and like the poppy side than I would normally admit to. Admit well, <laughs> no, I mean, because I do I love cheesy poppy stuff, but I also love super like chill instrumental things. I love just I have a very wide range of enjoyable music. But anyways, so my my top one was The Man by Taylor Swift. Oh fuck, that's such a good song. It's such a good song because you know oh the feminist gosh. in me can't not love it. So I'm, I love that song. I listen Both to it. But our kids a lot. sing it. Uh, yeah, so they do. Good. They and both it, like it. I did, raising them right. I just pulled them off of my 2020 rap from Spotify. Dance Monkey was another, and mm. so it's just because it made me feel like dancing and dancing like really like I don't know, kind of 20s ish, Fosse ish. Yeah. Um, like Chicago style, and I don't know. I just love dancing and movement, and so that one really got me going. And then this is me from the mm. Greatest Showman soundtrack. The lyrics of that. That was, like, my beginning of 2020 when I was feeling very down and low. That song was, like, my anthem. I remember that song, or being introduced to that song. I saw the movie, but being Mm -hmm. really introduced to it by your booty playlist. Oh, really? And I was like, I love this so much. Randall. Yeah, so Randall, your top music. I can't remember the name of the song, and this was one I had trouble with. I really like a lot of the songs on that soundtrack. That soundtrack is amazing, and it's just, like, so much about, like, embrace who you are, be yourself, who gives a shit about anybody else, take your, you know, key and unlock yourself from, like, all your shit, and just go live your life. So I just am obsessed with that soundtrack, basically. Okay, so the other side from Mm -hmm. the Greatest Showman soundtrack and I mean, not, not gonna lie, it's probably because I hang around you a lot, and we're always like listening to like you know morbid or listening to music. Taylor Swift is pretty good. So good. Um, I mean, she's so I good. She's on my I, list too. She's yeah. good for a reason. And then um, I'm more of a shake it off Taylor Swift guy, but old school. <laughs> the first part of the year, like post quarantine, a little bit was "Take the Power Back" by Rage Against the Machine. Mm. I got like really yeah. back in and listen to them yeah. during the quarantine with everything going on yeah and then the last one i was so excited leading up into the new year because and sarah always makes fun of me but my favorite band in the world pearl jam yes they weren't having like a new album for like five years and it came out i think like at the beginning of the year and i was so excited and then like the quarantine hit and i like didn't want to listen to it 
and their first single is a song called Dance of the Clairvoyance. And it's really weird. It's like real like new wave. Mm. It sounds like like the talking I like heads. It. I like and it. I heard this and I was like, is this what the album's gonna be like? This is, mm, wasn't what I expected. And like <laughs> and like I listened like once through and I was like, mm, I don't think they pulled it off. I'm like singing it and like and then I don't know. It just it it like spoke to me because twenty twenty was just fucked up from beginning to end and it was like anything goes and like different, i don't know yeah spoke to me so in a different it way. seemed very relevant for the year so did they release the whole thing yet yeah they released and the whole it all like that no oh, okay and That's i kind of like that even more i think they like wanted to do something yeah. totally different and, and they did and is, they every, didn't care is, and, every, is every song a little different or uh, um is that one just way way the, more unique than the rest of them that one's way more new unique well the one that i wrote down old dominion that was my number um, one, too. One Man Band is uh, kind of became our song, I guess. So. Yeah. It was very early on when you sent it to me, and yeah. it's almost forward. Aww. 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 Yeah, no, I guess it was. But uh, I, I like that song, and it, it kind of became our anthem. And, uh, and it, we kind of almost grew into it. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, we, um, it, like, foreshadowed our, yeah. our yeah, relationship. Yeah. So, that's so that was good. Cool. And then that's the only one I wrote down, but I looked at my Spotify 2020 list. And it's funny, the, the, the first five or kind of over the place the first the number one was she got the best of me from luke combs I, I like a lot i listen to everything but yeah I like a lot of country then i go to hansen get the girl back That's which amazing. is like a funky kind of cool they're a great band they're they really are. talented they, they are they're really they're talented so good. yes they sing great they have great harmonies yeah yeah so they're good and then eastbound and down uh um from midland their cover of eastbound down the you know song cheap uh-uh. No. It's a, it's from um you know Eastbound Down. Oh yeah, Chugging. I know that song, man. They did yeah. a really cool cover of that, and then take it from me from Jordan Davis. I realize I have tons of country on here. I guess I listen to a lot of country. And then number five is uh, Shattered. Turn the car around from OAR, one of your favorite bands. But the um, the live version from uh, I think Red Rocks. Red Rocks. Is. Yeah. So and then it goes into uh, Megan Trainer and Vince Gill. Oh my god! And Jesse J and Ariana Grande and DMCE. All over the um, place. Um, yeah. And then Tom Petty. Yeah, he's all Sarah over the loves place. Sarah yeah. Tom Petty. I do. Tom not. Petty. I'm sorry. I know that is an unpopular opinion. Wait, what? I do not like Tom. What? Pet- oh. Tom Petty. I think if I had to pick an album or oh, free fall. probably okay. probably I, I would cheat and do well, a great okay. hits. But Tom Petty or the Beat one of the Beatles' greatest hits would probably be my island. Uh, Album. How can Look at her face. I wish you all could see her to face. The Beatles. I'm not, not saying, compare, but like, how can you put them in the same category as, as your desert island, island ones? <laughs> they they both got a bunch of songs oh. that I could listen to over and over again. And not get I mean, tired of. fair enough, but so. oh my goodness, that like hurts my heart. Wow. Like, girl. okay, no, I like Tom Petty. It's you're thinking of John Sounds Cougar like... Mellencamp that I'm like. <laughs> no, I was thinking of Tom Petty. Were you? Yeah. Anytime it comes on the radio, you you're free falling, buddy. Well, well, there are some ones that I get annoyed, like Free Fallen and Mary Jane's Last Dance. Okay. What's next? Um, My answer's assholes. I only... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. (laughs) I said Amy before. I, I forgot that we went in a different order. I was used I, to going I was the you. one that wanted to go in the other order to like... Oh, hey, blame yourself. My mom bladder <laughs> is not handling this well. You need to jump over. Just pause. No, it's okay. Pause it's it's not because of that. Bladder? It's laughing. I don't have to pee. It's oh. just every time I laugh, I'm at risk. So, what, laugh or sneeze? Or oh, sneeze is a guaranteed. Or? Cough. Yeah, that's also a guaranteed. Laugh, sneeze, cough. Mm, Run. Right. Jump. Pee. Man, if, yeah. you, if you ever went to jail and they had to do the whole... <laughs> 
squat and cough thing, no. they would get a little more than they, yeah. uh, like, sorry, I just a little bit more than they planned on. I had a couple kids. <laughs> don't know what you're you want me to do. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Please don't put me in solitary. <laughs> I also went off my list, but uh, Gaslighter was a big one. <gasps> oh my god, I love that song. By the Chicks. By the Chicks. Oh. And that came out in March, and I remember it. Was a very it. Good yep. song. So it was like right at the beginning, and mm-hmm. I, my daughter and I loved that whole album. Me too. I had one main band too, um, but This Life by Vampire Weekend. I don't know them. You don't know Vampire Weekend? I do not. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> like, wow. I think we need to rethink she this friendship. She felt so sorry for you. <laughs> yes. She wasn't like mad you didn't hear of them. Like, how can you not? She was like, oh. I'm like, oh, so sorry a lot, for her. A lot of disappointing faces going around yeah. here. Yeah. Okay. Well. Tom Petty, Vampire Weekend. Now we know what of... you need to do. Okay. I will definitely, because um, I'm always down for new music. I love yeah. it. Yeah. So serious pop would be a sweet bit of psycho. Oh yeah. I kind of just like listened to that a thousand times. <laughs> and then Lover or oh, yeah. which is from one album and then Exile as well. Those were my two Taylor Swift songs that were top. T Swizzle is the best. She's so good. So good. I'm gonna start a band T Swizzle is the shizzle. I'm gonna start a band Sponsor called Werewolf Weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stupid. let's talk about <laughs> What did he do? I said I'm gonna start a band called Werewolf Weekday. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you remember when you were a kid? Werewolf Weekday. Remember when you were a kid and they had like those books that had like the what team tape? you on? Bel- team Edward or Team Jacob? Team Sorry. No, I. No, I forget what. It uh, was. The, the, I didn't want to the book mine. like at the store that had like the cassette built into it. And it yes. Was like, oh yeah, yeah. So we can do that with his uh, nonfiction book. He's <laughs> <laughs> like cat that mauls people for kids, and then he can get like a free werewolf weekday cassette tape with it, like a single. Oh, cassette singles were the shit. Yeah. They were. Oh, oh okay. my god. Wow. That's good marketing. All right, let's reel it in. Reel it in. All right, your people. I had only one answer on oh, the geez. song, and they said Whip It by Devo. What? Really? Yeah. I yeah. got... Um, weird flex, but okay. I don't know that. Um, a little old school two-step, DMB. And, and then um, the last one was Mood. I don't know who said that one. Oh, I have no, <laughs> no idea, Alex. I don't know who put that one in. Shout out to Alex. Okay, so this is favorite quarantine activity, and this is by our listeners. I'm going to go through them all, and then I'm going to save the one I thought that Sarah would like best for last. Okay. Uh, watching TED Talks, somebody was, like, actually doing some of their life. No, right. <laughs> God, I didn't do anything that was, like, somebody was bettering themselves. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> buying unique houseplants. Oh. Again, bettering themselves. Oh my gosh, wow. we bought houseplants. Yeah. Um, backyard kiddie pool. I got one of those. Mm-hmm. They were on back order forever. Cooking. Again, bettering yourself. Better, yeah. Running outside, bettering yourself. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Painting by number after a little weed. <gasps> that sounds delightful. That oh sounds God. like something you would just I would definitely adore. Oh, that yeah. was one you saved for last? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would take you like a day to like, do like... <laughs> do number one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, hold on, like, I gotta I get it I right. I the ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. We all know uh, that I love quarantine. Like, true quarantine. Like, not this shit. Yeah. This is fake. Um, this is fake quarantine. This is fake quarantine. But I, my favorite activities were takeout food, binge watching shows, drinking, mm-hmm. <laughs> and not accomplishing shit. Yeah. 
Well, I think because we're so pressured to have to do so much every day, not accomplishing yeah. anything feels amazing. Yes. Sweet. I think my favorite quarantine activities were reading parts of books. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one page. <laughs> so good. I think it was three. <laughs> um, crafting. Mm. Definitely. I spent a lot of time crafting. See, you were bettering yourself. Well, I mean, that's my business, though, you know. Again, you're yeah, accomplishing I shit. Guess, and... I guess. Boom. But I enjoy doing it, so I guess it's not really a job. But I love to craft. We play um, carnival games on Nintendo Switch, Randy and I do. And so we <laughs> compete in speed bowling and skee-ball the Switch was already, like, done. Like, like V was getting it yeah. for last Christmas. And this was Santa's present. And, like, he cried. He did. And, it was like, amazing. Oh, my been, God. He's been he asking us for cried. years. And we were like, we can't afford it. Oh. We don't want you to be, like, sucked into video games yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But, like, I was looking at a list of games, and I saw that. And, and I, they were, like, done. And I was like, that's that's for me and her. Yeah. So we smoke weed. We play these games. And so they're... Awesome. It's amazing, and Randy has gotten a perfect game. Like I got a bowling, perfect game like bowling, a wow. and, and I never wanted to play it again. <laughs> like I'm never playing it again. And then the Switch like froze, and it couldn't be fixed. Yeah. And we had to return it. We had the insurance uh-huh. on it, though. So. Well, and we lost all the scores, and I cried. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. Have you been that perfect again? No. no, not even close. No. Those are my favorite activities. What's your favorite quarantine activities, Randall? Not to repeat from you guys, but that's been, like, the fun, like, quarantine activity to do with you. Because we, we get no time together. I know. Whatsoever. And the kids will be like, well, when are you guys coming upstairs? We're like, oh, my God. We just <laughs> go to bed. And V said the other night, we don't, we, we see each other all day. Yeah. He's like, you see each other all day. And I'm like, okay, first of all, false. <laughs> and I, I and you're, uh, and I'm like second when dad does come home from work you guys are up our asses so no yeah. we do not see each other been playing more games lately with the kids mm-hmm. and that has been fun yeah and, and yeah all that good stuff just chilling and watching shows and not giving a shit yeah it's yeah. the best part just turning it off and and <clears throat> whatever's going out there is not in here do you have a favorite cool. quarantine activity like old school I, well, legit quarantine he's like do well, it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> put, I put I put watching The Office with Amy. That was the first Aww. thing. I because um, watching. It was, and now it's one of my favorite well, shows. And yeah, um, I mean that. <laughs> oh no! I, I honestly did. I <laughs> that's funny. That's no. what we tell the kids. <laughs> no, no. Oh my gosh. No, no, I I honestly meant for real watching The Office, but I forgot that that's a thing. That's awesome. But that's also one of my favorite uh, quarantine activities. <laughs> It's a two-parter. Quote, watching The Office yeah. with Amy. As well it's funny, whenever she puts on The Office, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Here we go. All right. All right. Wow. But, oh, uh, I mean, just, just watching uh, all the shows with her. That, that's um, We only watch shows. We don't, we don't do anything else. No, that's I... it. Just watching. Just watching TV. I bet that the creators of The Office, when they were creating it, thought, I really <laughs> hope that one day this show... It makes people so riled up <laughs> that yeah. they have to have and go at it while watching this show. It's something just, about it, Dwight just, yes. you know, it's him and really, his yellow shirt just gets her going. It's very believable. Lily's like, oh yeah, they're going to go watch The Office. <laughs> Loudly. Loudly. 
really. But know. I mean, we we really do watch. We do it watch it. We also, do. it's just a. It's just um, all in one. It's just yeah, it's, also your code. We were going to bed. We used to fall asleep to Harry Potter, so we were like ready to go to bed, and we're like, all right. You know, and he's he looks at me. He goes, "You want to go watch Prisoner of Azkaban?" And I was like, yes, because I was so tired. And my niece was like, ew. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm tired. I'm so not on that wavelength at all. So oh I was like, gosh. we're tired. We're going to bed. She goes, I thought it was some weird sex game you guys did. <laughs> I was like, ew, Allie. I know. Like, <laughs> so we did favorite podcast. And we asked people what their favorite podcast was, and lots of people were very kind and generous and said us. <gasps> I love it. So I often wonder, <clears throat> did you listen to a podcast before this? Like, I don't know. <laughs> so, do you do you know what a podcast is? I am in love with podcasts. I probably consume more media via podcast than anything we've talked about. Yeah, me too. So my list is way too long, so I can't say them all. Although, if you want a list and you want some recommendations, ask me. I did listen to the daily every single day. I like the specifically daily too. because I needed to know the news um, with the election in a non. I thought I find non biased way. Is that what you play? The daily. Yeah. <clears throat> By okay. the New York Times, which people would say is not non biased. It is right. Exactly. And my and my. I feel like it's pretty. I at least get fifteen <clears throat> minutes of what I need to know. Yeah. Before my day gets started, um, and in the same way, I listen to the Daily Show Ears Edition um, with Trevor Noah. Yes, I love. Yeah, this is like I'm like I consume all of these in one day. Yeah, Um, Crime Junkies, obviously we love. Along with Crime Junkies, uh, Ashley Flowers put out Very Presidential. Yes, and that is not up my alley at all. Historical fiction, no historical historical nonfiction. But I learned so much about these presidents. Holy shit! And you know, even listening to it made me just feel so much better about our current president because Mm -hmm. I was like, it's been worse. Yeah. Right, like way worse. It's been way like, worse. We had a murderer. That was really interesting. If you like history mm-hmm. at all, or even if you don't. But uh, even if um, your top podcast isn't us, I know what yours is. Well, yeah, I, I was gonna say. Well, <laughs> yeah, Trevor. I just love elk meat and DMT, and I just love hearing about it. So elk meat. That's what uh, it you does. don't listen to. Jo- okay, never mind. You don't do that. <laughs> jo- anybody that listens, that. To, any anybody <laughs> listens to Rogan <laughs> understands what I'm talking about. No, he talks about like it's the kind of same, same things all the time. Oh, okay. But yeah, Joe Rogan experience. I love this podcast. I, I honestly love it. I listen Aww, to it. Thanks, and uh, definitely my favorite new one because uh, maybe this is the only new one that came out this year that I've, I forgot last episode to um, shout out Jason Solomon. Yes. I felt bad. Uh, yeah, Jason Solomon has a podcast uh, about wrestling called The Solomon Monster Sounds Off. He's been doing it for what, 13 years now. And he, I, I emailed him and asked him if he could do us a favor and, and shout you guys out for your podcast. And he did a, a wonderful job. Yes, yes, he did. He spent like a, <laughs> he a, over, a, over a minute talking about <laughs> it. Right. And it, it was, was very sweet. And it was awesome. And he is the man. And his show is definitely the best, I think, wrestling podcast out there, at least by a fan, somebody who's not in, in the business. And and, uh, and it was on episode uh, 681 of Soul Monster Sounds Off. You could hear it around five minutes in or so. It is a beautiful <clears throat> him, like, him shout out. It's really yeah, summary it's, of us. It's really great. Go check him out on every streaming site. But uh, yeah, I guess I guess this podcast, Soul Monster Sounds Off, 
Joe Rogan experience. I don't listen to as many as Amy. <laughs> I know. But you know what? That kind of takes away from the books. I know. So, you, so yeah. you're still so digesting yeah. content. And I in... do think, because remember I said in the last episode that I couldn't be with someone who doesn't yes. ris- get new knowledge. Yeah. yeah. So knowledge. it really, you know, it's whatever. You're getting it. Method. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. It's just that it's easier to put earbuds in with kids than have uh-huh. a book. Uh-huh. Now, do you listen to a quarter of those whole podcasts? <sighs> or... whole okay. So my podcast, <laughs> obviously this one. A... <laughs> what? He felt forced to say it <laughs> yeah. since Mike did. <laughs> just Dick. kidding. <laughs> uh, Dan Patrick show. Yeah. Oh, yeah nice. uh, it's my favorite sports talk. And like they talk pop culture. They talk everything. They don't take themselves too seriously so i really like that crime junkie yeah and yeah. morbid mm-hmm. and mini morbid yes mini did you see the one where it was like longer and they were like this is maximum morbid. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think you, you sent me a few of those right i know I i've listened know. to some episodes i don't know the reason i love it is i love their stories but i think it's I mean, this is very, like, I don't even know, bold of me to say, but I think it sounds like Sarah and I. Yeah, because they just, they don't take themselves too and seriously. And they banter the way we do, and yeah. I just love listening to them. I know there's something related, we love you, Ash and related to that that you... <laughs> love. You, love you. Not know, in a weird, creepy way, Yeah, I know way, you though. sent, like, things that maybe. are related to that. <laughs> maybe. And I like them. I just didn't have a chance to listen to them. Ooh, maybe they can win your mug. Ooh. Win it. Oh, man. That would be so amazing. To get be, it? I don't know. That would be amazing if they even knew who we were. They might. Mm-hmm. Favorite <clears throat> podcasts are the Marie Forleo show. I've heard or of her. Marie TV. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Full fucking circle. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I also love Super Soul Sundays with Oprah. Yes. Except so I haven't listened to her in a little bit and I need to get back to it. Yeah. And Morbid and Crime Junkie and Very Presidential. And then another Ashley Flowers one, Supernatural. I really like that one too. And then the other one that I wanted to mention was Ear Hustle. Ear Hustle? Yeah, it's actually, it's a very good podcast that I highly recommend. I don't listen to it all the time, but somebody mentioned it on here. Harvard Business Review. Wow. Yeah, I know. That person is bettering themselves. (laughs) I'm more of a Yale Business Review guy myself. Oh, damn. Just saying. Final category was the person of the year. So this was just who you thought was the person of the year, not who magazines are putting out there or anything, but just the person that inspired you most or made you laugh or just, you know, gave you some some kind of feels. So it came right to my mind. So I just, that's who I went with is Glennon Doyle. Yeah. And it was one because of the book, but mostly because of her lives and her Instagram, her IGTV stuff, where she did throughout all of quarantine. It was like family meetings. Oh. Or Monday morning coffee. Like there was like a lot of different things she did where she just came on and like just talked. And she soothed me when I was feeling the turmoil of the world. Mm-hmm. pre-election everything was just in upheaval and there was just so much tension and everything was i don't know everything just felt horrible yeah uh she was able to bring it to a place where i felt hopeful again mm-hmm. so yeah and i just i love her relationship with abby and i just love her family and i think it's so beautiful the way that her and craig raised the kids together with abby mm-hmm. do you know so that her ex-husband her ex-husband and her, and her girlfriend, girlfriend her, her yeah. wife i'm sorry excuse me her ex-husband and her wife and the whole family get together for holidays yeah. and then her ex-husband and her wife are on a soccer team together oh no way yeah so abby wamash is the soccer player right the like mm-hmm. yeah Oh, okay. So, so that's her wife. So, but Craig uh, is also an excellent soccer player. So they play together. And I mean, it is just like, and I know that I'm only seeing part of it. And I'm sure there's like 
shit that goes on behind right. it. But it's a beautiful example to me of how you raise children together and you are a family. Yeah. So, and they all voted together and they, um, all three of them went yeah. together and they did it live. They live streamed it and it was just beautiful. That's amazing. So yeah, they gave me some hope this year. Oh, I love that. Mike, who is your person of the year? Well, since I... If I, you say Amy, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> I, I know. Well, I, I was going to preface it with uh, the, the fact that I couldn't really think of many famous people that really inspired me, so I, I did write her name down. Oh! For real? Yeah, Prove it's, it. It's Here, I'll show you. How did you know he was going to do that? I don't... I, she knew. I just did. Yep. Yeah. Let me see it. Oh, you put my last name too in case you were confused. <laughs> in case we were, well, you know. in case we were confused at all. No, the other Amy. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean no, for real though, because um, everything you go- have gone through in life, not only with the struggles of, of the grief and, and, and having to raise the kids as a single mother, but being a school teacher and having to deal with all that stress. And then not to mention the fact that you, you helped me make myself better. So, I mean, all that wrapped together, I don't want to get too sappy or, you know, too... Uh, too corny. And I'm not trying to score brownie points or, or anything. I'm honestly I know, not, so, no, no, we know. We know. So, um, so yeah, uh, she's uh, definitely far as this this year goes. Uh, you know, oh, Mike, me, so. that's so sweet. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, Mike, that was so sweet. Randy, yeah. who's your? <laughs> I, and that's I didn't want to do that. I don't want to be like that guy. But I, that was like Excuse legit me, what I was Randall? thinking. So this was the first thing that came to me. I didn't want to overthink it. Uh, Sarah had to explain to me. She had to smartify what I said. Because I say the words and they are not smart or well thought out. Oh, jeez. Am I wrong? Yes, you are wrong. You do not give yourself enough credit. You are a very intelligent man. And you... Really? Yeah. 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 Oh, thanks. The BIPOC, what does that stand for? It stands for (laughs) Black Indigenous People of Color. A uh, community that was no longer afraid to speak their truth. Nice. So that's a really good. Answer. That's what she smartified Jeez. it. What did you say in the beginning? Wow. I I just couldn't. He said I just he couldn't put like, words to it. He's like the African American people who now feel safe enough to stand up for themselves. And you know, it, it's a whole other topic. I mean, hundreds of thousands of people dying from a virus, but you know, <clears> they are out there fighting their fight. And that is their people, their families, mm-hmm. their ancestors. They've been dealing with that for hundreds of Centuries, years, yeah. not 30 days yeah. or however, right. you know, so it was just, I thought it was just, it spoke to me more than ever. And I don't know if it was because of the quarantine or no, something else I, going I on, but like, yeah, just the courage was really, that was really moving. That's a great answer. We had a listener answer with Dolly Parton. Hmm. And she's, I she's found awesome. she is amazing. She's so great. She's a feminist. She yeah. stands up for women's rights, and I just love her. And you definitely need to watch the movie Dumplin' if you like Dolly Parton. She is not in it. She's not a part of it, but her music is. The entire soundtrack is Dolly oh, Parton. Wow. And it's about this girl whose mom is a beauty pageant winner, and they live in this like small Texas town, and that's you know all they care about are the beauty pageants and stuff and so jennifer aniston is her mom and the daughter is heavier like me she she calls her dumplin and she decides that she's going to be in the miss whatever Mm -hmm. town that they live in pageant and so like dolly parton's songs and music help her get the courage and whatever to do what she wants to do she was doing it basically to spite her mom though but it's a great movie. <laughs> um, so I had a lot. Someone said my therapist, which I like. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Fauci. Okay. Dan Levy. Yes. Stacey Abrams. Teachers, hospital staff, Kamala. 
and medical workers. Love so those news answers. Stacey Abrams. Stacey yeah. Abrams. Yeah, Georgia's um, governor. Oh, I'm thinking of Heather. No, not no, governor. She didn't um, win, and so then she like oh, still right. fought. She's the one that got the the voting. Yes, she was movement huge. going. She was huge. Yes, to get people registered to vote. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking of Heather Abrams. What, what am I ending the, the year on? Yeah, I just wrote down, "Do not take life for granted," uh, because I was going to write Amy. Yeah, Amy. Everything's no Amy. last name. <laughs> Everything's Amy. I love you so much. Oh my god. Uh, I'm the sweetest guy ever. <sighs> Everybody be like me. Randall, what's your answer? <laughs> no, I put I put don't take life for granted for for multiple reasons. Uh, I mean, with, with I mean, especially with the with the death of your your city. I mean, that that, that hits close to home more recently people could contract COVID at any time mm-hmm. and things could go bad they could die you know before march everything was everyone's just going through the motions living regular life and then all of a sudden hell broke loose and now going out to uh, restaurants or mm-hmm. going to a bar hanging with friends at a party whatever it is that normally you wouldn't think twice about yeah. But now, when you, you can't you can't do those things. I mean, maybe maybe soon with the vaccines, you can start to get back to more regular life. But there's a lot of things that you can't do that you could have done pre-COVID. Just live every day like it could be different the next day. You know. Yeah, I like that you said that instead of the last. I like live every, live every day like um, next day could be different. It's been something that I've been trying to live more recently, but don't take yourself too seriously. Like get over yourself. I say it a lot. Mm-hmm. in these in these walls in this house mm-hmm. to Sarah just in general. Yeah. He doesn't tell me to get over myself. No, I know no, he wouldn't. I know he would never. Yes, yes, yes. I, the, sorry, that may have came Other people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, I just feel like people like are either worried about how people view them or whatever but i'm trying to learn more and more to chill i'm proud of you you've been doing really well and it's hard you give up the persona though as like the most chill person everybody says that but he is not internally internally i'm just he's he has anxiety yeah so when you think he's being chill he's like has the committee telling him all Mm -hmm. different things at the same time like we learned we did yes like all Um, the kids are talking at once yeah. In class, in my head. But I'm 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 trying. Therapy helped. Yeah. I haven't gone in a while. Yeah, you need to go back. I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> and You shouldn't have to. And that's a whole different episode. You shouldn't have to pay for therapy. No. Weed has helped mm-hmm. a lot. Medical. Being with Sarah and being with the kids and just trying to parts have parts of the quarantine have been like I've enjoyed it. Yeah. I and agree. then you feel guilty a mm-hmm. little bit. Like mm-hmm. like, oh I kinda like this. Yeah. Like this is I'm okay with this. Yeah. So that's all I got. Thank you. So I think my biggest lesson in 2020 was to feel it and let it go. Because I would feel things, but then letting it go was a hard part for me. Mm -hmm. And I guess, you know, coming back to it or overanalyzing things and well, where and does it all go sitting it where does it go when you let it go no where you know like oh you no, i store it up and then i explode you know that i do mm-hmm. how yeah, does it feel I, to let it go amazing it feels so good when you can finally release something it took me over a year to release a toxic relationship that i had left over a year ago but still was hanging on to it and it was I was allowing it to take up space in my head, which is stealing space from yes. things that actually matter. And I finally released it and I finally unfriended that person from Facebook. Which finally. So silly, but like doing that was 
so cathartic for me. I was like, I felt like a whole weight had been lifted yep. off my shoulders and I could I told breathe you. again. Mm-hmm. And so proud of you. Oh, thank you. I, it's, I really am. It's hard. It was hard. I would go to do it. I had gone to do it a couple of times no, not today. in the past. Yeah. In the past couple months and I couldn't do it. I was so wasted when I did it. Yeah. But I don't remember <laughs> doing it. And oh, so like, I got some, like, yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah, they're, they're that's not, probably they're, what I They're not start. worth your brain space or your time exactly. to think about. I know. Right. It's, you know? it's really hard, though. It is. And I don't know if it's hard for you, but it's hard for me for me to, like, think that people don't like me. Like, Oh, so mine is more the information. Oh, you're just, like, mm-hmm. scoping out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No, I just want you to like me. I don't give a shit if... God, I wish she I could do that. Me or not. It, and so, like, one of the things, like, you know, I have to do is, like, and we learned this in therapy, that... 99% of the time has nothing to do with us. Yeah. I've talked about this multiple times, but I will say it one more time. The lesson I learned was in quarantine, and I have not, I have shamefully not followed it, but I promised myself I would, and it was just the idea, like, to stop living by my list and stop trying to get more than, you know, 10 things done in a day and to try mm-hmm. to, like, be present. Um, mm-hmm. Some days are harder than others because shit comes up, but... Um, yeah, I mean, I felt it during those three months of quarantine. I felt it when I went to that cabin. I went to, I had to go to two cabins to try to get it back. I went to a getaway cabin, then I went to a oh, cabin all by myself in the woods. Like, cabins. I mean, it takes it definitely takes work for me because I'm a nonstop. My brain is just nonstop. But um, I was I was very peaceful in that time, and I miss that. I wish it wasn't for this reason. Right. You know, I don't wish anyone to be sick, but. Um, I think that I've unfortunately gotten back into the habit of being on the uh, roller coaster that life is. You're so, still yeah. a lot better than I am. You've come a long way for Thank sure. Thank you. I think I have too. Tonight was a tonight was a prior to film or recording this a backslide for me, but um, yeah. It happens to everybody. So, but yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. We also learned a little bit about it in the other podcasts yeah. oh and why gosh. because of my Such a great one nature. Of injustice <laughs> issues, but yeah, I I really don't feel like 2020 was that bad of a year for me. I in fact find that it was it was a lot of growth. I learned a lot, and I found happiness, and I was able to heal from my grief. Again, you might not have listened to all of our podcasts. So I'll say it one more time: there's something about the um, collective grief that we had in quarantine and through all yeah. of COVID. That has helped me heal and helped a lot of people heal in yeah. their personal grief. Absolutely. Because now it's not just us that's sad. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's kind of sad. Yeah. So you don't feel so You don't feel so alone. alone. And so there's that healing in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like there was a lot of things that, that we've all spoken about that could be considered positive about this year. Yeah. This podcast, kind of like the fucking highlight, man. Man, th- absolutely. It is it's, it's my favorite highlight. thing besides Mike that came out of 2020. Well, he came out of 2019. I mean, but this podcast is is life to me. Yeah. And uh, Sarah and I often text and say we can't think about anything else, and it's so true. <laughs> it is so true. Because we love it so much, and we love all of you, and well, we you can't should. even it's believe awesome. that there's, like, this great. many people that listen. We want to quit our jobs and do this all the time. All the time. I cannot <laughs> wait. And I, you know what, though? Again, manifesting that. Manifest We're putting it in the I'm universe. I'm putting it out oh, there. I'm I so, will be quitting my I'm, job, and I will be doing this full time because I am so excited that we yeah. are reaching this many people, and people have messaged both of us and said they don't feel so alone, and that's all we want. <laughs> oh, Randy. And you know how you are listening to Morbid? Mm-hmm. There's going to be someone out there <gasps> listening to you Stop thinking it. the don't same way. Stop it. Don't even say that. Yep. Yep. That is what it'll be. They're going to be like, so. those unqualified therapists. <laughs> My stomach hurts. We sound just like their banter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ah! <laughs> 
I pee when I cough too. <laughs> and sing. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to Unqualified Therapist, Inc. and all of our episodes that we have had in 2020. And we are so excited for what we have planned in 2021. So we hope that you will continue to join us on this journey. Yes, we love you so much. Have a blessed and happy new year. Yes. And as they say in Schitt's Creek, best wishes and warmest regards. (laughs) We'll see you guys next year. Yes, we love you. Happy new year. This episode was brought to you by Sarah Simone and Amy Baumgartner. Production and editing for this podcast by Sarah Simone. Our theme song was written and produced by Vince Cassis and performed by Sarah Simone. If you have a topic around mental health that's been weighing on you, email us at unqualifiedtherapists at gmail.com. You can find lots of bonus content, including exclusive episodes on our Patreon at patreon.com slash unqualifiedtherapistsinc. We are thankful beyond measure for your support there. Patreon and Apple podcast reviews are how we can continue to bring you episodes just like this. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Unqualified Therapist Sync. Until next week, warriors, remember, hold on, we're gonna make it.